No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome back to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. The Levites were the priestly tribe and responsible for the service of the tabernacle. There were three families of Levites. Yesterday, we looked at the specific duties of the Kohathites. Today, we considered the Gershonites and the Merarites. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Numbers chapter 4 on Simply the Bible. For the last several episodes, we've been on this theme of finding your place in life and ministry. The backdrop is God's instructions to the Levites who cared for the things of the tabernacle in the wilderness. There were three families of Levites, the Kohathites, the Gershonites, and the Merarites. The Kohathites were responsible to transport the furnishings of the tabernacle after Aaron and his sons had covered them. Today we look at the duties of the Gershonites and the Merarites. The takeaway from all these instructions is that God cared about the details of his sanctuary as well as the people who served there. We pick it up in Numbers chapter 4, verse 21. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Also take a census of the sons of Gershon by their father's house, by their families, from thirty years old and above, even to fifty years old. You shall number them all who enter to perform the service, to do the work in the tabernacle of meeting. The tabernacle workers entered service at age 30 and retired 20 years later at age 50. Not a bad retirement plan. They began their service 10 years later than the soldiers of Israel who entered service at age 20. This is the service of the families of the Gershonites. In serving and caring, They shall carry the curtains of the tabernacle and the tabernacle of meeting with its covering. The covering of badger skins that is on it, the screen for the door of the tabernacle of meeting, the screen for the door of the gate of the court, the hangings of the court, which are around the tabernacle and altar, and their cords, all the furnishings for their service and all that is made for these things, so shall they serve." The Gershonites were responsible to take down, transport, and set up the curtains and coverings of the sanctuary and the hangings and cords of the outer court. They also carried furnishings of the outer court, probably the laver, since it seems that the Kohathites carried the bronze altar. Now it is interesting to consider the percentages of serviceable workers in the three families of Levites. The Kohathites had 8,600 males from one month old and up, and 2,750 who were ages 30 to 50. So 32% were serviceable. The Gershonites had 7,500 males from one month old and up, and 2,630 who were ages 30 to 50. So Of them, 35% were serviceable. But when we come to the Merarites, they had 6,200 males from one month old and up and 3,200 who were ages 30 to 50. For them, 52% were serviceable. Although they were the smallest family of Levites, they had the largest number of serviceable men. 
Verse 27, Aaron and his sons shall assign all the service of the sons of the Gershonites, all their tasks and all their service. And you shall appoint to them all their tasks as their duty. This is the service of the families of the sons of Gershon in the tabernacle of meeting. And their duties shall be under the authority of Ithamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. Now, all the Levites were subordinate to Aaron and his sons who supervised their work. The Gershonites and their duties were under the authority of Aaron's son, Ithamar. The Lord organized the same kind of chain of command in the tabernacle worship as existed in the army. Most of us understand the need for command and control in the military, Without this basic submission and authority structure on the battlefield, soldiers would get killed and battles would be lost. But do we also acknowledge the need for command and control in the church? Many people seem to think that the church should be run as a democracy. But you won't find that in the Bible. The church is a theocracy and Christ is the head. He designates authority to apostles, overseers, and deacons. But each of these is accountable to Christ and usually to other people as well. People need to be accountable to others because they are easily corrupted. All of us are weak human beings. It pleases the Lord when we submit to godly authority. But I have found that some people in the church resent being supervised. They want to answer directly to God without having to submit to people. We will see later in Numbers that this is also what happened to some in the family of Korah, who were relatives of Moses and Aaron. They thought that the Lord spoke to them directly, so they didn't need to obey Moses. But we will see that that was stinking thinking. Verse 29, As for the sons of Merari, You shall number them by their families and by their father's house. From 30 years old and above, even to 50 years old, you shall number them. Everyone who enters the service to do the work of the tabernacle of meeting. And this is what they must carry as all their service for the tabernacle of meeting. The boards of the tabernacle, its bars, its pillars, its sockets, and the pillars around the court with their sockets, pegs, and cords with all their furnishings and all their service. And you shall assign to each man by name the items he must carry. The Merarites had the most number of men in service. Therefore, they had the responsibility of carrying the heaviest things. Each of the boards was 18 inches wide and 15 feet high, and they were covered with gold. Imagine how much each one must have weighed. And there were 48 of these boards. In addition, there were the gold-covered bars and pillars. Now, each person's job was important. So suppose you were a Merarite and your job was to take up a tent peg, carry it, and drive it into the ground in the new location where they set up camp. Maybe you got bored doing this same task over and over again. So you think it's only one little peg What difference does it make? I won't be missed. But if you don't do your part, then when they set up the tabernacle, that tent peg will be missing and 
the tabernacle would be weakened as a result. Likewise, in the body of Christ, each person's part is important. And it's not our place to say that one part is more important than the other part. Every member is necessary and every part is important. This is the point that the Apostle Paul makes in 1 Corinthians 12, 14, where he said, yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot should say, I am not part of the body because I am not a hand, that does not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear says, I am not a part of the body because I am not an eye, would that make it any less a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. And that's the critical thing. It is God who decides where each part goes, who does what. And it's not for us to say that. It's God's department. But God has arranged it as he has seen fit. So don't ever think that your part is unimportant. You are a vital part of the body, whatever your gift, whatever your calling. And if you don't do your part, then everyone else will suffer. Verse 33, this is the service of the families of the sons of Merari, as all their service for the tabernacle of meeting under the authority of Ithamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. Ithamar supervised the activities of the Merarites as well as the Gershonites. Verse 34. And Moses, Aaron, and the leaders of the congregation numbered the sons of the Kohathites by their families and by their father's house. From 30 years old and above, even to 50 years old, everyone who entered the service for work in the tabernacle of meeting, and those who were numbered by their families were 2,750. These were the ones who were numbered of the families of the Kohathites, all who might serve in the tabernacle of meeting, whom Moses and Aaron numbered according to the commandment of the Lord by the hand of Moses. And those who were numbered of the sons of Gershon by their families and by their father's house, from 30 years old and above, even to 50 years old, everyone who entered the service for work in the tabernacle of meeting, those who were numbered by their families, by their father's house, were 2,630. These are the ones who were numbered of the families of the sons of Gershon, of all who might serve in the tabernacle of meeting, whom Moses and Aaron numbered according to the commandment of the Lord. Those of the families of the sons of Merari, who were numbered by their families, by their father's house, from 30 years old and above, even to 50 years old, everyone who entered the service for work in the tabernacle of meeting, those who were numbered by their families were 3,200. These are the ones who were numbered of the families of the sons of Merari, whom Moses and Aaron numbered according to the word of the Lord by the hand of Moses. You see over and over again, that's what we see, that Moses and Aaron did what God told them to do. All who were numbered of the Levites, whom Moses, Aaron, and the leaders of Israel numbered by their families and by their father's houses from 30 years old and above, even to 50 years old, everyone who came to do the work of service and the work of bearing burdens in the tabernacle of meeting, those who were numbered were 8,580, the total number of Levites. 
According to the commandment of the Lord, they were numbered by the hand of Moses, each according to his service and according to his task. Thus were they numbered by him as the Lord commanded Moses. The least of the 12 tribes of Israel had almost four times as many serviceable men as the Levites, and the larger tribes of Israel had almost eight times as many. Likewise, most people give themselves to the warfare of the flesh in the service of this world. Relatively few people are devoted to the service of God. The same problem existed in Jesus' day. After he looked at the multitudes who were weary and scattered like sheep, having no shepherd, he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the labors are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Nothing's changed. God would have us pray to the Lord of the harvest that he might send forth the laborers. But then go one more step and say, Lord, where would you have me serve? You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepperidge Elementary School in Boise. Also, to listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. They'd really love to hear from you. You can also text them at 208-314-3377 with your questions or comments. One of the greatest burdens a person can bear is suspicion over a spouse. Tomorrow we will see where the Lord gave instructions for a husband dealing with a potentially unfaithful wife. We hope you'll join us as we continue our study of the book of Numbers on Simply the Bible. 